You're listening to the WR Podcast, Let Freedom Ring. Simple talk on current events with a little bit of how you would say a punk rock attitude with your host, Will Ramos. Welcome August 12, 2020. Today's subject, virtual learning. Virtual learning, in my opinion, robs the children of peer-to-peer stimulation. It desensitizes from human contact. It extracts the emotion of real in-person gathering. A real-life situation, a child in a classroom receives stimuli that cannot be replaced through a laptop computer or monitor. A child's developmental progress won't show growth without real-life interaction, and this is wrong. A child or a teenager locked up in a room or depending on the financial circumstance, in a living room, a kitchen, learning in their real home surroundings, which could be distracting, could be a distracting environment, it could be a hostile environment, it could be a violent environment, it could be a boring environment, etc. But when you go to school, that whole experience of getting up in the morning, getting ready, driving to school or waiting for the bus, meeting your friends, socializing, talking, that whole peer-to-peer contact experience, that's the whole real-life experience, good or bad. It's part of growing up. You won't know what it is to experience peer-to-peer contact, even if it's being made fun of or bullied, etc., because you're being sheltered, protected from real-life experience. So when real-life incidents happen, a child or a young person won't know how to react to real-life situations and would crumble and fall because there was no real-life situations that they could go through and make it better and experience it. That's what real-life learning is. That's how or what makes us better and stronger as a human being. Through virtual learning, it's going to be a sterile experience, lacking in color, so to speak, bland, no spice, no fire. Yeah, you'll probably learn a little bit better, maybe concentrate a little bit better because there's no distractions from other kids. You know, there's no class clown, there's no friends talking to you or sending you messages to you. But it's not the same. No graduations, prom. How about gym, sports, after school clubs, band practice? I wasn't the most disciplined student, but my memories of school are still intact. And every now and then, I recall my experiences. Some good, some bad. But that was real true life learning experience, not on a computer not in my home and this cannot be good on the parents neither because the whole role since the beginning of time was the parents dropped off the kids to school and they went to work now it's sort of an inconvenience where someone has to be home or someone has to be paid to take care of your kid we've never closed anything down before for any disease Why now? How can we learn about COVID or build our immunity 
if we're not trying to do so. I understand we're trying to stop it. And I know it's a contradiction. But it's true. How can we learn about this if we don't experience it? This is how we research disease. You just don't stop living. Or to rephrase that, you just don't live in fear. It's a modern world with many breakthroughs and advances. And as an optimist, I know this will be just another one for the books. We know that no one is immune to it because this is a novel or new virus that we haven't been exposed to in the past, so we don't think anyone has pre-existing immunity to it. Kids who have been found to be infected seem to be having mild illness, uh, if any illness at all related to the infection. Um, there is a few theories as to why this may be the case. I think we will hopefully learn more about this in the coming weeks, months, and years. Um, one theory is uh, we know that there are other coronaviruses that circulate commonly in the community and cause common cold. Um, and because kids frequently get colds, there's some thought that maybe some of those antibodies are providing them with some protection to this coronavirus. The other thing is uh, there might be a way that kids' immune systems interact with this virus that is different than what we're seeing in some of the older adults or people who are having more severe illness. Until next time, this concludes the WR podcast brought to you by Ancor. Thank you once again to the international listeners and the local listeners. And I'll see you tomorrow.